Well, is it deja vu all over again for the Democrats in Michigan? Welcome to the first edition of The Last Negroes at Harvard Podcast Daily. I'm Kent Garrett, and I'm joined by John Woodford, my classmate who lives in Michigan. This weekend, filmmaker Michael Moore was on the Hills Rising broadcast and gave a passionate, really passionate plea for the Joe Biden campaign to get its ground game together in the state. He said that they were running a ground campaign in Michigan that was worse than Hillary Clinton's, who ultimately lost the state by half a percentage point in the 2016 election. Here's some of what Michael Moore had to say. I have to tell you, you just quoted the June uh, national poll versus today. That poll in June, Biden was ahead of Trump by 16 points. Today, in the Detroit Free Press poll, which was published yesterday, Trump has cut that lead in half. Biden's not ahead by 16 points anymore. He's ahead by eight. And and with white voters, he's essentially tied. With men, of course, he's significantly ahead. Um, this is this should be of concern to everybody, and this is true in Pennsylvania, where Biden and uh, Trump are tied. I think 49-49 with um, with white voters. But um, again, we're not talking about what needs to be talked about, which is who do we have to get out to vote? Who's got to get out? The people that got left behind in 2016, the people that were not uh, spoken to in 2016, that's who stayed home in Michigan. And the fact that Trump has narrowed the lead by 50% since June should have everybody screaming bloody murder. It really, and, and, and figuring out what to do as soon as we're done talking, or if you don't even want to listen to us, if you want to get busy now, get busy now, because we don't have a minute to lose on this. Well, start right with a ground game. It's actually worse than Hillary. At least there was a ground game, even though she didn't show up. There were Hillary offices in many towns, campaign offices. There was door-to-door campaigns, but you couldn't get a yard sign. And I learned long after... Uh, the election, uh, when I was making my last movie in 2018, from one of her top campaign people, he told me, he said, that's correct. It was on purpose. We were afraid that if there were too many Hillary Yard signs, it would remind the Trump voters that, oh, yeah, that's right. I've got to get out and vote against her. So they're afraid. They, They start with fear of the Trump voter. And that's what's going on now. I've had in the last two days three different calls from Democratic Party people in rural areas in Michigan. They can't get yard signs. They can't get yard signs. They're calling me, you have any contacts? Can you get us yard signs? I said, I can't believe this is happening again. Now, yard signs may seem like a simple thing to people, but it says a lot because you're driving up and down the roads in Michigan and you see Trump sign after Trump sign, Trump flags, Trump banners, People driving around their pickup trucks with Trump flags. It's everywhere. There's no, forget about, so forget about, okay, so there's no yard signs. But there's no Joe Biden. There's no, read this Time Magazine article. It was published, I think, two days ago. Charlotte Alter is the journalist, the author of this article. I think he just showed a screen grab Uh of it. 
where the where they she says essentially it's an invisible campaign because the Biden campaign headquarters has somehow decided to ghost Michigan. Now, uh, his campaign uh, manager says in the article, well, we're just doing it different this time. Well, we need to do, yes, we need to do it differently than 16, but we need to go in the other direction. We need more. We don't need less. Right. Well, this right. is the 21st century. We're doing Facebook ads. We're doing digital. And it's like, oh, my God. I, I, Joe Biden did come to Michigan last week. So he's already ahead of Hillary on that level. But he went to Michigan and visited uh, two towns and and did not visit black Michigan. He went to white Michigan. He went to conservative Democratic Macomb County. He went to Warren. And then he went to Ecorse, which is what we call downriver from Detroit, which is even mostly another mostly uh, white uh, community. And there's a picture of him in the backyard with steel workers sitting in chairs, socially distanced. And in the picture, there are more Secret Service agents than there are steel workers. Hmm. And in this Time Magazine article, she was there. She was following the campaign around. So the Biden campaign didn't even put on their own website where he was going to be. At that one setting yeah. with yeah. Biden, there were 30 Trump protesters with all their banners and signs and eight Biden supporters. Wow. And Michael, let me ask you, you said that, you know, he went to white Michigan. He didn't visit the predominantly black parts of the state. And even worse than that, Rick Snyder endorsed Joe Biden and and did a whole op-ed. And the Biden campaign promoted that. I mean, this is the governor who poisoned Flint, Michigan. What do you make of this? He's getting the wrong advice. You know, a lot of these uh, Lincoln uh, Project Republicans have hooked up with the campaign and they have wrongly advised the campaign that, you know, we used to be for Trump, but we changed our minds. So let's do more of that. Spend time and money trying to convince Trump people to change their minds and vote for Biden. That is a waste of energy and time and money. What we, what we need to do is there are 8,000 African-Americans in Flint who did not vote in 2016. They stayed home. They had voted in 08 and in 2012, but stayed home in 2016. Thousands more in Detroit, African-Americans in Detroit, stayed home. They did not like the Democratic candidate. They saw the Democratic candidate didn't care about them, didn't come to Michigan. There's over 80,000 Michigan voters that showed up to vote that didn't stay home. And 80,000 went in, stood in line for two hours, went in, voted for every down-ballot office. The majority of these ballots were Democratic. Voted for State House, State Senate, Drain Commissioner. They left the top box blank right. for president because they wanted to say, F you. And this was their way to vote. So, like, when you read in these polls now that there's, like, say, 7%, in yesterday's poll that are still undecided in Michigan, that doesn't mean they're still trying to decide between Trump and and uh, Biden. It means they're trying to decide whether or not to vote for Biden or stay home. That's the, what, that's the undecidedness that still exists with 7% of the Michigan population. 
The Biden campaign needs to give them reason to get out there and vote. African-Americans, young people, um, women, women are Biden's ahead, like I said, by 20 points in Michigan. So that's covered. But to ignore the black vote, and this is how we lost Wisconsin, because the black vote was ignored in Milwaukee. We lost Pennsylvania. The black vote was ignored in uh, Philadelphia. And the Democrats are doing this at their own peril. They think the way to win it is, let's go talk to those conservative Democrats. Some of them probably like Trump. And let's spend our time on that. Let's let's put ads, like today there's a big buy in military towns. Let's convince uh, military voters that they should go with Biden. Let's, it, it's just so wrongheaded. And if I could, I, you know, I don't know how to get this message through to the Biden people because basically it's just making my job and the people working, all these other people out there trying to remove Trump harder. To ignore this and to, and to try to convince Trump voters to vote for Biden is, I'm telling you now, and I don't, listen, I'm not saying this so you can play this on November 4th and go, wow, Michael Moore. <laughs> you write a, what is this guy? Where, what kind of crystal ball is this guy? No, I want to be wrong. Yeah. I want to be yeah. wrong. And, and the way that, it's, that the campaign's being run, at least certainly in Michigan, I think this is happening in the other swing states, it's, it's just the wrong way. It's the wrong way to go. We need to remove Trump. We will not survive four more years of this. John, what is going on? Here in Michigan, I think he's calling it pretty accurately. Um, you don't see many street signs. I mean, yard signs. Yeah. Whether they are hard to get, they run out of them. Plus, there's no... Um, it's sort of like there's no energized feeling of uh, confidence or admiration, or you know, they're not giving the they're not giving the Democratic voting bloc much to work with. They're all depending on comedians and show business people bad mouthing Trump, and then you have on CNN a litany of all sorts of stuff about whether it's Russians or from Russians to pandemic to whatever. It's a, it's a long string of negative stuff, you know, whining and complaining. And I, I just hope that it doesn't get to where they think that people are going to go out of their way in the people's mind to go out to vote for them if they keep doing this. And as Michael Moore pointed out, when they came here, they made a big fuss of going after the sliver of white voters whom they identify as working class as if the right. other people who work. Um, the ones who voted for Obama and they think maybe wooed back from Trump. Well, that's a sliver, but that's where they went. They went to two locations like that. The Hispanic voters who are also quite numerous in our area. Yeah. I can't see them paying much of any attention to them. And uh, the same goes with the black voters. So they're on automatic pilot. I don't, this is sort of the same as what they did with, Hillary. Did with Hillary. Yeah. I, I don't know what's on their minds. They obviously, they have a brain trust that 
is plotting this out. And judging from what they did before, I don't know why they think second time around with the same approach is not going to be just as hairy. I don't know what they're, I don't know, I can't figure out what they're up to. I don't know what Kamala Harris is doing. They seem to put her out to pasture someplace where, uh, is she visible anywhere? No, I haven't heard anything. I mean, why wouldn't they send her, why would they send her around the state of Michigan? Yeah, yeah. That's Either that or they're counting on, I hope, a last minute burst surge while, you know, in the last two weeks of frenzy of going all around the country and barnstorming. And they're cutting it pretty close. But as he said, meanwhile, I mean, how can you have a situation where there are more Trump hecklers coming to an event yeah. than your supporters? Yeah, that's, yeah. That's crazy. Now you imagine that when they put that up on the Fox News, that's gonna energize their opponents and make them a laughing stock. And it's gonna, you know, it sort of takes the wind out of the sails of a lot of their supporters. And so when, when Biden was there last week, he didn't go after any blacks. I mean, he just went- I, I couldn't tell that he did at all. No, I didn't see it. Very perfunctory. And um, meanwhile, there's a real, I think they should be urging people to vote in person. I hope they don't put all their stock in the vote by mail because between the uh, efforts of the Republicans to mess up voting by mail and the already existing kind of confusion. For example, across the street from me, my neighbor just was telling me, he got a thing for the Democratic Party, a mailing, for the people who lived there in the 1980s, early 1980s, addressed to that person, wow. uh, to, to the wife, telling her what she had to do to vote by mail, to get a ballot. And these, these people haven't been there since 1985. Wow. Wow. I wonder what would happen. I mean, are our ballots, now these are not ballots, but they're requests where you could then respond. Now, what if a person responded and then got some kind of official ballot in the name of that person? Yeah, yeah. Who knows? But, I mean, how, but why would they even have that in their records? Their records must be crazy. Because he's right, when you drive around here, especially outside uh, any kind of built up area, you don't see, it's a surprise, you're kind of surprised when you see a Biden sign. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. I think there have been studies saying that, that, that those signs don't matter that much. No, they may, they may not matter. They may not matter. But it's psychologically, when you drive around, it kind of, you can't yeah. help but feel, oh gosh, you know, I'm in a, it's like being in a sci-fi horror movie where you go into one of those towns, you know. Yeah. Town well, of all what's your neighborhood like though? You're not in a black oh, neighborhood. Our neighborhood is very strongly, anti-Trump. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, here it's odd to see someone with a Trump sign. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, no, he won't win around here. I don't think he'll win in our county. The thing was, there were enough people who didn't vote in our county alone. Yeah. That could have brought him the whole state of Michigan. So they're playing with fire by ignoring the black voters. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, I'm baffled. I'm really stunned. How can you be that stupid? Yeah. And they think yeah. that the ones that came out in South Carolina, that doesn't mean they're going to come out in this situation because you were scaring them in South Carolina as if Bernie was a big fear. They would be so much, they would be in so much better situation now, I think, if they had either Bernie or Elizabeth Warren yeah. Yeah. as a candidate. 
than what they've got. I mean, Biden, heaven knows what's going to happen when he gets up there to debate. Have you seen his, you see that town meeting he had? Uh, no, how was it? It was it? It's painful. It's painful to see. Well, what did he do? He couldn't. Well, because he, he can't answer a, com he can't answer a sentence once he gets going. It's okay. like a, something goes off in his brain and it's, if he can't read it, it's space cadet time. Yeah, yeah. And he said, uh, and he'll, his dodge will be, he'll start rambling. And then his dodge will be, oh, I'm, I'm saying too much about this. I don't mean to bore you. You know, I'm going on too long. He'll be on cancer or about whatever pops into his head. Yeah. He kind of he associates a bit. And then, you know, whatever the thread, he loses it. And then he'll say, well, you know, let's go to another topic. <laughs> and, wow. you know, if it happens once, okay, but it keeps happening. You think, oh, Lordy, I don't know what they can give him. I don't know what they can, I don't know what they can do. It's, uh, it's going to be quite a show. Yeah, I'll bet. Quite a show. So as things stand now, the first presidential debate between Joe Biden and Donald Trump will take place on Thursday, September 29th, eight days from now. A 77-year-old takes on a 74-year-old. We'll keep you posted. And that's it for this edition of The Last Negroes at Harvard Podcast Daily.